Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. It's wonderful to have your company. My name is Tony Nichols, and this is the podcast that aims to educate you on media to help take your profile to the next level. Your story, why don't you use it in all of your comms? Why aren't you using it in all of your PR? Why don't we see it everywhere as part of your branding? You actively avoid ads. The Google ads are popping up. You know, the telemarketers are ringing you. You're being, algorithms are chasing you. You're actively avoiding all of that. So why don't you be the organization that makes your story really clear, that gets your story out there? Because people are interested in stories. Stories are emotional. Stories are engaging. The press is interested in stories. We call them yarns. What's your yarn? And when you look at your organization, you've got so many stories. So there's the founder story, the CEO story, the individual staff stories. There's your client stories. It goes on and on and on. Your organization's full of stories. Why isn't that central in your brand building? Why isn't that central in your PR when all of us actively avoid the ads? Today's podcast is about the power of telling your story and making it central to your comms. Whenever you are in a media situation, the most powerful thing you can do is share parts of your story. So make your point and then share parts of your story because that's the emotional bit that people will never forget. I'll give you an example. Kurt Fernley, a hero of mine. I was interviewing him some time ago. You know, he's profoundly disabled. He's the youngest, I think, of, of five kids. Now, forgive me, I'll get some details wrong here, but I'll, just, I'll give you the, a broad brush of the story. So we're in a television interview. He's campaigning for more funding for disabled kids in schools. That's what he wants. And then he goes on to tell me his story. And he says, Tony, don't you think it's fair that kids living with a disability should have more funding and support at schools? I remember when I went to school, I loved sport. There was no disability access or support at all as a kid. I used to have to drag myself out into the playground, you know, get, stand up as best I could with support of, you know, kids, play sport the best I could. And then I dragged myself back to the classroom. And that was my school life. He explained to me that he was born profoundly disabled. In his own words, the doctor said to his parents, this didn't go well when he was born. It didn't go well. I'm so sorry. It didn't go well. You can just leave him here if you want. But his parents said, hey, hang on. He's our son. He's coming home with us. So he goes home and Kurt Fernley's born, right? This lion, this, this legend, this incredible Australian who's achieved so much. So he shares this story with me in a media interview and says, Tony, don't you think all kids with a disability deserve a fair go? And wow, like I've never forgotten that story. And you do, you do get to interview a lot of people in the press and so sad you forget most of those interviews because there's so few of them that knock you out like that. That, that was his story, right? His story is so powerful and so profound. What does it do to you? What does it do to the press? What does it do to the journos? It creates a tribe. It, it creates a campaign. You're finding advocates. If you interview like that with your personal story for what you're trying to achieve, the journals will become your advocates to help you achieve whatever you want. Your story is the most powerful thing you can share in any interview, your experience. Now, we, we help thousands of organizations and work with thousands of CEOs. And this is the message all the time, right? What are you trying to achieve in your sector? What's this interview all about? Okay. So that after funding, they need legislative change. It goes on and on and on. How can you share some of your experience? How have you been touched by this? How's your life been affected by this? Because that's the most powerful way 
you're going to get the story out into the media and make an impact and actually get what you want. Kurt Fernley absolutely smashed that that day, and I've never forgotten it. I'll share another one with you. It was a radio interview this time, and I remember it was that shift I hated doing at the ABC in South Bank. It was a late shift, and you, you knock off. So the radio newsroom start at 2 o'clock in the hour, you knock off at 10. You're doing all the breaking news and everything on the hour through to 6, the big bulletins, and then after they're over, you're really interviewing and collecting the news for the next morning for the guys who come in into the better shifts the next morning. Now, I interviewed the first ever paraplegic person to qualify as a school teacher in Victoria. Pretty cool press release that came in. I thought, wow, that's huge. So I interviewed this young chap. He's got his degrees and he's ready to go. And, and so we're, we're highlighting this achievement. So he makes a similar point to me that, you know, people living with a disability should be able to have any jobs they want. And he explained to me, wow, this is touching for me because my boy was the same age at the time. He was six years old. He was really excited to go out and see his friends. And he's ran across the road, not looking, or it might have been riding, wiped out by a car. Next, he wakes up in hospital. And he's in a serious way in hospital, all the life support systems on him. And his mother leans over and says something like, if you want to live, blink, just blink, because he couldn't communicate and he was very, he was very seriously injured. If you don't want to live, just close your eyes. And, and he said to me, Tony, I blinked and blinked and blinked and blinked. He wanted to live, right? And here he is, six years old, paraplegic, goes on, achieves a degree like all of us aspire to achieve, has got a great career now. And that's an example of how he used his story to touch me. And that story, really in a news context too, you'd say it's a bit of a marginal story in a way. It's not a must-have story in a bulletin, but the way he interviewed made it a must-have story. And yeah, I put it in the bulletin for the radio the next day. I wrote the online piece and lobbied to do a TV piece because he shared his story, right? Feel the power of that? So what's your story? How are you going to use that? When you do media, you've got to use that when you do media. If you want to be good talent in the press and achieve something, you've got to be using your story. And it's got to be real. You can't be making it up. If you want to just do interviews because it's your job and you want to survive the interview, I hope you get through the interview, that's kind of the result you're going to get. You're not going to get a big result. But sharing your story is very powerful. So I'll leave you with a story of mine. I was just interviewed for Authority Magazine in the States, and it talked about, you know, SME owner, getting things going, you know, how over this period of time have you, have you managed to, you know, have some level of success in your industry? And here's the facts, right? Not making it up, but the only reason I've kicked a few goals is because I got sober. Because from whenever, whenever you know, I started, you know, binge drinking and being irresponsible with alcohol, very young, right? You know, very young, you know, 15. Even I, I remember my first drink, 13. From that age through to 25, pretty solidly pissed and lost in binge drinking, I, I, I couldn't get my life together, couldn't finish study, couldn't meet a girl, couldn't hold a relationship, was quite lost. But I remember standing around the Story Bridge Hotel at Kangaroo Point, looking at all, where we were always drinking and looking at all my friends and going, well, in a relationship, in a relationship, got a good job, got a good job. And I thought, I'm just as smart and as good as all these people. Why isn't it coming together for me? I stopped drinking that night. I don't know, I finished that night's drinking, but I didn't drink from that night for 10 years. 25 to 35, zero alcohol, zero alcohol, nothing. And I finished my degree. 
I got into journalism, got some big jobs in journalism, met the woman of my dreams, worked my guts out to have a career in media and, and help create what I'd create. But I couldn't have done any of that unless I got serious about my unhealthy relationship with alcohol. That's, that's my story and it's true. And no one can take that away from me. And that's the pain I've gone through to achieve what I've achieved. Now, you've got your stories as well. You've got to use them in the media. You've got to be authentic. You've got to be you. You've got to be vulnerable. And when you do all that, you're going to engage emotionally and achieve incredible things. Thanks for listening. 